Hey guys, producer director Jack Ferry here to let you know that this very show, Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig, is actually a visual talk show on full screen now. You heard me right. You can actually go there and watch all your favorite Not Too Deep moments. And if you go to fullscreen.com slash ATT, you could get a year's worth of full screen at no extra cost for eligible AT&T wireless customers. Holy shoot, that's great. Go check it out. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Ann Helbig. This is a very spooky episode. It's our Halloween episode. And like we have done for the last two years, we have The Gabby Show joining us to talk about all the things she's up to in her world. And um, no spoilers, but some of those things include dead grandmothers appearing in her dreams. So let's do it. This episode of Not Too Deep is sponsored by our new friends over at Bobble Bar. If you like jewelry and you like accessories, then this is the company for you. They design premium fashion jewelry and accessories that make it easy to experiment with fashion and style. They take the trends, they translate them for you into just a wide range of accessories. I have a bunch of uh, statement necklaces from Bobble Bar. They're pretty fantastic at that. All of their stuff is really great quality. It's really inexpensive in the grand scheme of how expensive jewelry can get. And they believe in 110% customer happiness, so they make it easy to speak to a real person whenever you need to. They offer free shipping uh, in the U.S. and returns, so you can try them out guilt-free. And better yet, you can get 20% off if you go to bobblebar.com and use the promo code GRACE. That's 20% off, B-A-U-B-L-E-B-A-R.com. Use the promo code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E. We're going. Oh, we're going. Yay, we're going. Hello. Welcome to cool. another episode of Not Too Deep. Look who's here. Hi, guys. It's the Gabby Show. No, I'm, what's her name, Fiona? Oh, you're, um, well, Fran? I don't know. Joyce. Joyce. Right. Joyce. Winona Ryder's character. Winona Ryder. <laughs> yeah, Winona Ryder's character from Stranger Things. You look great. That's me. Um, they gave me a, a brown wig to wear. Yeah. And normally I'd be a really good sport about it, but I've been brown <laughs> no. for 26 years and I just got like a great dye job by Guy Tang. So uh, I just wanted to show this. Yeah. Your hair looks <laughs> yeah. too good to keep it hidden away. We'll keep away. this around though. It's there in spirit. That way we can remember it. <laughs> yeah. We're in, uh, we're in our uh, Stranger Things cosplay in yeah. honor of Halloween. Yes, Hey, I'm excited about it. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Right. I don't own those. Uh, so Grace is dressed up as 11. I'm 11, if you couldn't tell. And Jack, who are you? I'm, I'm the doctor played by Matthew Modine, who barely speaks in that show. So there's really no Neither impression 11. for me to It's true. Yeah. We I chose very quiet characters. Yeah. Your character is speaks for everyone. A lot. She cries and screams. Have you seen Stranger Things? I watched it all, and I... Um, I was doing my own gel nails uh-huh. when I started watching it. And then the, <laughs> when I finished it, I was doing laundry. So I was only ever half invested. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest. I, I have some issues with Stranger Things. Okay. I think. Like what? I don't I don't get it as much as everybody else gets it. I'm not saying it's a bad show. Sure. I think I need to rewatch it for sure. Yeah. But I just wasn't ever like, whoa, what happened? Because to me, it's so sci-fi yeah. that there was never a moment where like something shocked me because sure. there was so much being thrown at you at all times where if something crazy happened, I was like, well, of course it happened. Every fucking else thing Right. Happened. No, I'm with you. I, I thought it was, I loved it because I binge watched it as like a, we can watch this. We've never heard of this before and someone recommended it and yeah. then it was like, oh, this is really good. Now I'm watching it at night. I don't want to go to bed. I want to keep watching it. Yeah. But there were, I felt like, and maybe it's just I miss things that like you said it's so sci-fi that I couldn't tell what the rules of this universe were exactly and because there's no rules you're like so anything can happen how am I supposed to be able to like try to predict what's going to happen and how it's going to end or be excited when it happens a really good example and I'm well I don't want to spoil Harry Potter for anyone you know what fuck you you seen Harry Potter now. <laughs> <laughs> okay so the very first book the Sorcerer's Stone yeah. You, like, learn about the Sorcerer's Stone, and then the book ends, you're like, okay, it's over. Right. And then in the last half of the last book, seven, eight years later, the Sorcerer's Stone becomes a third of the most part, important part of the entire story. Oh, they played the seed. Exactly. That, to me, is good writing. Yeah. Where, like, yes, of course, in the world of magic, anything can happen. So, the same, whatever. But the smartness of the writing and the intelligence of, like, okay, this little nugget, you think it's over, but it's not. That didn't happen for me in Stranger Things. Yeah, I get that. Uh, It was, I just thought the acting by 
when when kids do really good acting, agreed, it kind of freaks me out because it's like they are tapped into too many emotional like things <laughs> more so than I am, and they're just children. And it's too early for them to yeah. know that like emotional spectrum. Uh, so that was super impressive. I thought the world was cool. You know, you see so many like '80s movies and stuff, and that's this was in the '80s, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it just felt like a different take on looking at an '80s film. If it I very agree with ET. all of that, I think it was beautifully shot. I think the yeah. cinema was great. I think the acting was great. I think the characters that they built was great. I think it was great. It was just like, for me to get behind Stranger Things, it's like, this is my favorite show. Totally. However, if Netflix wants me to host their after show, <laughs> I'm willing to give it another watch. I'm willing to sit down with it for a few more minutes. Yeah. I think it's interesting too that they said it in the 80s because they didn't need to do that. They could have right. just as no. easily made this like just a modern... This isn't based on any true story anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Or like a, another previous work or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't like a Stephen King book that they like unearthed. It was like, they're like, no, we're going to set this in the 80s for no other reason than nostalgia. And I think it really adds to the flavor of it. Yeah. I think so too. Because I think sure. if like there if there had been cell phones and things like that, it wouldn't have been as cool. Yeah. It wouldn't have been as um, uh, uh, suspenseful, I think. Because yeah. you had to like go home to call someone to see why they weren't at school that day. Yeah. Which is bonkers. Also, I just think that the guys that created their name is so funny, the Duffer Brothers. Yeah. That every time that screen popped up in the beginning, I just started laughing. There's so. some great names on that show. Finn Wolfhard. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a real name. I follow them all on Instagram now. Millie Bobby Brown. I know. She's, she's great. She's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. I just I just uh, amazing names on yeah. the show. Wait, what's the um <laughs> the 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 main boy met? The black hair with the freckles. Isn't that Finn Wolfhard? Isn't yeah, that- what's his real name? Or is that his real name? Yeah. That's his real name. Oh, right, right, right. That's the actor's name. I love that guy. First of all, he's in a rock band. Yes, I know. I follow him on Instagram and he's constantly like performing concerts and uh-huh. just like jamming out. He's really? so yeah. fun to watch. And also he <laughs> liked a bunch of tweets supporting me when I was like in drama. That really? were like very blatantly like, the Gabby show is right and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, Finn. Hey. That's my boy. Give his show another shot. <laughs> he's, very, he's very talented. The acting, I will never take that away from him. They're Where did talented. you see him? You saw his band perform? Yeah, I went to, I forget what the event was for, but um, it was headlined by... Jack, um, Tenacious D okay. and Sarah oh, Silverman cool. and there were like Weird Al was there and it was such a cool lineup um, was and it in they, Santa like, Monica? It. no it was right in Hollywood oh very cool yeah it was really dope that's super fun um, well we're celebrating our three year anniversary by the way this is the third year that Gabby has been a guest on our Halloween themed episode of Not yeah. Too Deep which is very exciting that the- was when I met you too yeah I know yeah. so bonkers that was when we used to shoot, uh, shoot back in my house uh-huh. and when the lights flickered and I, we were all freaked out and then last year here the audio cut out for a second while oh, you were yeah. here so yeah. I can't wait to see what's gonna happen this year <laughs> I remember our first year I had so much anxiety because that was when I was still like in the thick of like having problems with food and stuff and the challenge that you had us do was like chug a pumpkin spice latte oh, eat a Snickers but yeah. I wasn't close enough with you you had to be like that would make me really uncomfortable to eat that much sugar <laughs> I so I did it and then I went home and I was like oh my god I can't believe I put all that in my body <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for being a good sport that's when we started to get rid of those challenges because I was like we're asking a lot of people. <laughs> We're like asking them to sit down for an hour and talk and then do something that's going to make them uncomfortable in some way. So maybe we should just scale this back a little bit. No, that was just me because I'm psychotic and I had problems. I still do, but different problems. No, <laughs> you're fixing all your problems. <laughs> yeah, she is. You're having a glow up <laughs> moment and I love it. She's having a minute. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you got so much going on right now that it's, I was like, this is going to be our Halloween themed episode, but really it's just, I want to talk to Gabby about everything that's going on. Cause you have a book coming out. Yeah. You're working with TRL. Mm-hmm. You just got a nose job. You just got a great dye job. You got all this stuff going on. I don't know where to start. Let's talk about the book because I think you okay. started talking about it last year on the podcast. Did I? I feel like you mentioned it some in some capacity that you either wanted to or... I was probably saying that like if if I was going to, I, I think at that point I was still, I don't know exactly what it would be, but I'm playing with this idea of this. Yeah. And I, I remember talking to a few YouTubers about it and some people were like, that's a really bad idea. And some people were like, no, it's a really good idea. And I just was so unsure about it. And then one day in February, I just, I do this thing with my life where I am very impulsive and stupid. And I, and one day was like, I'm going to write a book now. And then I had Shane hook me up with Simon and Schuster. They called me, we had an email, we chatted on the phone. And by the end of the day, we had a book deal. That's insane. Guess I'm writing a book. Amazing. That's amazing. But I love the concept because when you announced it, I was like, cool, she's writing a book. And then you were like, no, but it's like a poetry and illustrations and it's all done by you and all from your brain. So what, how would you describe it? Um, 
I would say if you've read Shel Silverstein mm-hmm. or Egghead, okay. those Bo Burnham's book yeah. Egghead, which was inspired by Shel Silverstein. So I'm kind of inspired by Shel Silverstein also. Yeah. But it's very, it's like a, a poetry book that's kind of written in like sing-song verses of like Dr. Seuss. Okay. But are about really dark topics. And then there's some that are written just more free form and just meant to be sad. But it, it's very jarring because it jumps from like this type of rhythm of like, Dr. Seuss and blah, blah, blah to like very like fucking kill yourself type (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Um, And then the themes also jump around where it's just like this one's really just goofy and this one's funny and this Uh one's about suicide and this one's about an eating disorder and this one's about pizza and this one's about like, I just want you to read it and just like get emotionally jarred. Yeah. But that's what life is, right? Exactly. It's like you're ping-ponging back and forth between like feelings about different things and reactions to different moments. That's super cool. When does it come out? September 19th. That. So it's out. So it's out. It's out. Oh, my book is out. You guys, <laughs> you guys, it came out September 19th. Make sure if you haven't already, go get it. Um, how, uh, what are you now? I mean, we're recording this before it comes out. So what are your feelings leading up to this coming out? Because it's intense. It's like a big uh, emotional release. Yeah. And also, sorry, Jack, I never know where to look when I'm doing the, these things. And you're like behind me and I don't want to like close you out of the conversation. I don't no, want you don't to be don't worry like, about me. Okay. <laughs> we look really cute on the couch though. Um, <laughs> the thing that I just recently realized uh-huh. is that people are going to read it. Right. And like, obviously, you know that. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't really Well, of course they're going to read it. I know. I know but- what you're feeling. I know that feeling though. Yeah. Where you're like, I made this thing. Cool. Yeah. Oh, wait, people are going to sit in their private time on their and have a <laughs> yeah. moment with it that's and then really that's going to still be there. And it's not just like a random author that you're picking up. And this is what scares me a little bit is like people have a very specific image of me. I feel like for the most part online sure. and they see me as one way. And I do open up and I do get emotional and I do talk about my insecurities and disorders and mental things. But this is so, so personal and such a look of inside of my brain and right. my problems and like these really dark thoughts that I've had and like really dark memories Yeah, that it's just now hitting me that people are going to look at this, like the Gabby show character and be like, oh my God, like what happened? <laughs> Cancel it. Cancel it. <laughs> burn it. Burn it. Get it yeah. out. No, that's, but those are real. That's a real thing. But if anything, I think it's going to make people feel like connected and closer and related because that's human psyche. I'm relatable. You're relatable. <laughs> relatable AF. Uh, well, that's so exciting. Are you going on tour? Are you doing any like live like signings yeah, and stuff. I'm doing a book tour, which will be over by the time you guys heard this. I'm sorry. Perfect. Sorry if you missed you guys. <laughs> but I might be starting my music tour by around then. What? Whoa. Do tell. Go on. Uh, my single's coming out the, uh, next Wednesday. What? Yeah, September 6th. So you, that'll be out by the time you guys are hearing this too. That's really amazing. Excited. Are you working on a full like EP? Are you working on just like some, a couple songs? Or? I was going to do just this song because okay. it was just going to be like a fun video promotion for the book and the tour. Sure. But then after we wrote it and like, you know me, I'm the most self-deprecating person. It's a good fucking song. That's and it's, awesome. it's not on me. That's why I feel comfortable saying it. Like my producer, the way he mixed it and mastered it and the layers he put into it. That's awesome. It's so, so well done. And just, it made me just excited and love music. And I've always loved to sing, but yeah. my biggest fear is I never wanted to be the girl who people look at her like, oh, she's like a YouTuber. Let's put out a shitty book and a shitty song. Sure, yeah. So I always make sure that when I'm doing it, I'm like ready for it. Yeah. And with this song, it's something that like, I'm really hoping it shocks people. That's so fun. What's it called? Um, Out Loud. Out Loud? Fun. Yeah. That's so cool. So there's talk about possibly doing a music tour. If yeah. If more music gets made. I think that after the book comes out and we do the book tour, I'm thinking that we might... I want to do like a one woman show type book signing nice. tour thing. Fun. But we'll see. I don't know if I'll have the time with like TRL and stuff. And yeah, let's talk stuff. about TRL. Okay, let's just talk about all of my accomplishments. Let's get it all out of <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, let's talk about what you're here for. And then tell us ghost stories. To that. I'm, a, I'm hosting TRL. Let's move on. No, this is awesome <laughs> because TRL was so massive to me when I was in high school and middle school. I remember yeah. going on a family vacation to New York City and my cousin Matt, who was like the crazy cousin, dyed his hair blue <laughs> so that if we went to Times Square, Carson Day. Really would recognize him from the window. Didn't work, but that's like what we lived for. Yeah, that was the moment. Like that was like the after school thing to do is you go yeah. home, you watch the music videos, you watch Carson Daly. Yeah. And then YouTube. Yeah, Carson Daly is Carson Daly because of TRL. I know. Exactly. And I, I know. think that's probably why TRL really saw its downfall in the first place is Carson left. Yeah, Jesse Camp. 
could not be Carson Daly. It just wasn't the same. When, when you have that icon on there. Yeah. But we'll see what it, what happens this time because they have alternating hosts because, you know, we all live in LA. Right. And so there's like eight in hosts. Square. Yeah. That's bonkers. Well, there's four from the internet. And it, okay, I, this could be so wrong. So by the time you're watching this, you'll figure out if I'm lying. <laughs> it, it, but there's like five permanent hosts okay. that live in New York. And I think they alternate. Got it. And then between me, Ava, Liza, and Gigi, we all fly in and alternate. Cool. So I don't, I think it's just like a merry-go-round of like these hosts that. So we'll all find out together as this we'll happens. See. <laughs> yeah, I just like signed a contract. I was like, empty, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so fun. Cause you're, we ha- just had um, Carly and Aaron on and we were talking to them about Emo I Night. Oh, yes. And you're also a huge proponent of Emo Night. <sighs> Yeah, tell us about your experiences at Emo Night. I'm assuming that's a good noise that you just made. <laughs> Baby. I love, I'm literally on the way here in the car. I was editing my Emo Carpool Karaoke video. Oh my like, God. I love Emo music so much. And it's so hard to like listen to new stuff because I'm just like, this isn't MCR. It's just yeah. not. <laughs> my best Emo Night moment was on my birthday. And I swear they did it for my birthday. And from first to last came, which is uh-huh. already huge because Sonny Moore, Skrillex, yeah. is like the fact that he's there in the first place. Like, what the fuck? And the fact that Skrillex <laughs> is in his old band yeah. s- screaming emo lyrics. That was such a great show. Because they haven't been awesome. together for, what, 15 years or yeah, something? That's what they said. That was his mm-hmm. first like uh, time back with them. And then they haven't since that show been yeah, back together it was, They all. just did it for fun. That's so fun. For you. For your birthday. For my birthday. <laughs> 100%. But those nights seem crazy. But they also seem like it must be such an environment where everyone's like loving that they have this space to do this. It's very nostalgic. Yeah. It's very like you feel like you're at Warped Tour and just go out like nobody's it's so cliche but nobody's judging each other. Everybody's right. just bouncing around singing the lyrics and it's like a show where everybody knows all the words to every song. Right, right, right. But it's weird because it's just a DJ like any other club but people are treating the stage like it's a live oh, band. Oh, that's how it works. It's just a yeah. DJ. Oh. Well, sometimes there's always, uh, lately at least, like live Drop performances ins. too. Yeah. But it's usually DJed by an old band member from like Taking Back Sunday oh, or fun. All Time Low or whatever. And they'll be DJing all night and then there will be a surprise performance. Like Second Hand Serenade came one time. Was there Demi Lovato yeah, DJ one night? Say, wasn't Demi Lovato there one yeah, night Yeah, she just randomly? DJed though. That's so fun. Yeah, because it's it's a vibe, dude. If you love emo music, it's a place to be. But it, it is really crowded now, so I stopped That's going. what I heard, that it takes hours to get in. Yeah. Diane and it's was just very like upset the sweaty. first time she tried to go. Uh, what's the best concert that you've... Is there one that stands out that... Because I'm sure you've been to a million shows. Yeah. Is there one that's like been notably... For sure. Um, I went to Project Revolution one year, which was like What's a that? like a really punk emo music festival. Uh-huh. And the three, like, su- there were, everybody was there. Yeah. But the super headliners were Taking Back Sunday, My Chemical Romance, and uh, Linkin Park. Who, oh. Like, first of all, My Chemical Romance is one of my all-time favorite bands. Uh-huh. Ever. There's like, <laughs> God, if they would just do one show, just one. And like, I was really, really close to Gerard Way and I was trying to get his attention. He was ignoring me. But Linkin <laughs> Park Live fucking Russ and Peace Chester, but like, holy shit, their band is just, uh, I can't even it explain so it. It's just, you hear it and first of all, it sounds better than the track and their energy and the lights and you can just feel it in your chest that yeah. they're just like, that, uh, God, their best live performance I've ever seen. That's was so Lincoln fun. Park. Yeah. Well, we had a chat, uh, we had a discussion with like Scotty and Toddy when they were on and with Carly and Aaron about like, what defines emo music? Where is the line drawn and what bands are considered emo and which ones aren't? Oh, that is so tough because a lot of times, like, people argue about it on MySpace. Yeah. And they're like, you're such a poser. <laughs> this is an emo. Yeah. This is scene. This is punk. This is alternative. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? It's dude? all the same. Yeah. It's the emo means emotional, it's, right? It's emotional pop. That's what emo is. Okay. So if it, if you feel some type of emotion towards something, fine. But I think, like, if when you're actually thinking about emo, it's like, um, like Ohio's for lovers, like I can't make it on my own. Like that oh, to me okay. is like emo. My Chemical Romance is, I would say, the epitome of emo. Okay, even Panic at the Disco, you could kind of like border and say, mm, this is kind of alternative pop. Yeah, but to me, they're emo. If you could uh, join with one of the emo bands, which band would you want to be a member of? Oh my god, I'm so stressed. <laughs> Okay. But now that you're getting into music, let's say you could drop into someone's set and just like sing with them for a few songs. Who would you want to do that with? It's a solid, solid tie between Panic and MCR. Okay. But MCR is not together anymore, but that's why I think that would be iconic as hell. When did they break up? 
years ago. I think my freshman year of college, they put out their last album. Um, you remember like, sing it for the girls, sing it for okay. the, that one. Vaguely. That was like a really, that was like a top hit. So okay. I figured my other one. But yeah, that Danger Days, it was like totally okay. Uh-huh. And I, you could just tell that Gerard Way was like losing his Not passion it. for it. And like he had his wife and like family and yeah. But them in their heyday, yes. Let me join the back Black Parade. But Panic at the Disco, they're still like up and running. So I would so love to hop still on board. A po- that's an actual possibility of something that can happen. Yeah. So let's manifest That band it. is like a one-man band if we're being real. It can be just Brendan. a one-man, one-woman band. I'll take it. Hey. <laughs> I was devastated t- when he got married. Uh, I mean, marriages sometimes end in divorce. <laughs> yeah, you know? Optimistically I would speaking. never <laughs> wish that on my baby. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, we're manifesting good things, good things, good things. Um, we have uh, Twitter questions for you, though, Yay. Uh, that we want to get into. And then, like, the second half of this, I think we can get into, like, if you have any other ghost stories, since you Ooh. are the queen of ghost stories. Well, yeah, we have to check in on her uh, her Ouija experience, because last time you were here, it was, oh, right. it was pre-Ouija. Oh, Ouija oh my God, video. I hated that. We'll talk <laughs> well, about we'll it. We'll get that, about it. Yeah. that in a second. We have some Twitter questions. This is from Vlogs... Q-Vod. Vlog Squad. Vlog Squad. Yeah. Squad. 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 When did you know you wanted to do YouTube as a full-time job? Wow. I've never seen it written like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's weird. How did you choose this as your career choice? Right. You know, that's so funny. Did you guys see the poll where um, the number one answer for kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? As a YouTuber. I did see that poll. Yeah. That's nuts. I I actually had had that anecdote like told to me from my nieces. They were like, we did career day today and like, 12 out of the 18 kids in my yeah. class said YouTuber. It's so I've, crazy. No, that years ago someone said that to yeah. me that they polled like some high school and all these seniors, their number one like choice for a career was YouTuber. And I was like, that's insane. No one chooses YouTuber. They all just sort of like, you're like, oh, I can do this? Oh, yeah, cool. 100%. <laughs> no one chooses I, it. <laughs> I think that's where YouTube really started changing though because we saw like there's been such a huge shift in the community lately. Yeah. And I think it's because people are getting on YouTube now specifically to be YouTube famous. Yeah, you know that you can do this as a job. The same way I yeah. think actors and actresses when they first started. Like now people are like, I can get attention by doing that. I'm going to yeah. do this thing the way these people have done it and see but what happens. But it makes happens. me so, so sad because like none of us, even me who's like, I came later in the game, but I didn't start YouTube because I was like, I want to be YouTube famous. Right. But you can like read that on people and you can see it in their content. And it's oh, just sure. so inauthentic. Is that yeah. a word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disingenuous, whatever. Well, that's because everyone said... I mean, I talk on so many panels in the beginning of YouTube and everyone hated the word authenticity and still does now, but it because it's a word that does actually and absolutely apply to people that in the very beginning yeah. stages of YouTube were getting attention is because yeah. they authentically just liked what they were doing without, you know, the idea that they could make money doing it. Yeah. Um, but things are changing. Things so when changed. did you know that you wanted to do YouTube? <laughs> As a oh, full-time wow. job. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually one of those people who even back in like 2010, mm-hmm. I was like, God, I really want to be a YouTuber. But I didn't have the equipment. I didn't have the camera. I didn't know how. I was poor. I didn't know how to edit. And it was just, it seemed, it was so unrealistic. Um, so then it was like really shortly after I started Vine, I was like, I'm going to move this over to YouTube when I hit a certain point. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Makes sense. And now everyone can do it. Yay. Anyone can be a YouTuber. <laughs> Yay. It really is true. Uh, okay. What's the next question that we have for Gabby? Will she ever travel anywhere out of the country? If so, where? Blown away. I have traveled a lot of places out of the country. Yeah, but, but will you ever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to Australia for VidCon Australia. Oh, same here. Yay. Yeah. Wait, when's your flight? Um, The 4th, I think. Okay, cool. I didn't know if I was going like weirdly early, but I guess that makes more sense. When is VidCon Australia? It's uh, the middle of September. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like so it it's happened. Early September. It's yeah, like it the happened. 9th and 10th or something. Hey, congrats. Yes. How was it? Did you have fun? It. it was so fun. The jet lag was a bitch, but I don't know. <laughs> I performed my single for the first time. It, it was stellar. Whoa, are you really you're performing there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really scared. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's That's like a really hard song to sing live, so I'm going to embarrass myself. But Australians are nice. Don't worry. It'll be great. YouTube's not. I'm sure it'll get filmed. I'm sure it'll get posted. And I'm sure I'll be embarrassed. It'll be great. Sure. Um, is there any place that you haven't <laughs> been to yet that you want to go? Yeah, I definitely need to visit like Asia. 
Oh, and yeah. I need to see like Hong Kong. I need to see the Philippines. I've been to Japan, but it was like a very short trip and I didn't have enough time to like recover from jet lag to actually enjoy it. Right. Oh, that was um, the big vine trip. With, that was the there, vine like, trip, yeah. Like a dozen viners. Oh, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was, was that? Was that crazy? It was, it was fine. It was, it's always hard being in a room with like a lot of viners or YouTubers. I think viners specifically, which like God love them. Yeah. But it's just so energy. much high energy and a <laughs> yeah. lot of uh, grabs for attention. Yeah. So it's a, sure. it's a lot of energy until everybody calms down, but we didn't have the time to calm down around each other. So <laughs> what was the purpose of the trip? Just to go. Nobody knows. Because <laughs> Vine, because Vine like paid for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vine paid for all of us. They put a ton of money into it, but they were trying to get back on our good side before it was too uh, late. I think I tried to get us back on the app. But they were bringing people who never left or it was just, it was very weird. Confusing. Nobody knew what it was for. In my opinion, I think the person who put the trip together because she also came. Yeah. I think to go to she Japan. just wanted to go to Japan. <laughs> yeah. And hang out with you guys. Yeah. I yeah. think that she was like... I have an idea. Let's travel the world with Viners and I'll come. And I'll also be there. Yes. <laughs> well, hey, man. That's it what sounds happened. like it was very successful then. Yeah. She got yeah. what she wanted. It really turned Vine around as well. If, yeah. <laughs> if you're looking to start a social media platform, we can consult you. Don't worry. <sighs> Ask that woman. Um, okay. I think we have one more question from Twitter. If you were going to drop an album, what would the oh. title oh. and cover art be? Well. <laughs> Molly Eggsport. What a fitting question. That's fun. Um, well, I just have a single right now. It's called Out Loud. Is there cover art for the single? There is. I wish I had my phone on me. I would show you. Um, it's basically me sitting sadly in a corner. You can't really see my face in it because I wanted to be that way. And then I did <laughs> like little doodles and like illustrations. I was going like, to say, did you book. illustrate? Yeah. And like there's like a think bubble and it says out loud. Get it because cool. she's like not saying it out loud. She's thinking it. Get it? Cool. <laughs> and, yeah. like a dead rat and shit. It's cute. Seems <laughs> <laughs> cute. Uh, yeah. With the book, you illustrated everything that's in it, right? Mm -hmm. And I was watching some videos that you posted of like showing the start to finish of the illustration. Like what did you, how did you do that? Uh, that's a program called Procreate. Okay. And I've never, I've never used it before. I've actually, I don't draw. Like I didn't really draw before this either. Really? Yeah. It was just, I don't, I just like, I tell you, I really decide shit on a whim. Uh -huh. And I was just like, I'm going to illustrate it to my publisher. I was like, better fucking figure out how. <laughs> um, so I actually reached out to Bo Burnham's illustrator because okay. he's like an inspiration for the book. And he reached out back and he was the one being like, I recommend this program. I recommend this iPad, this tool, blah, 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 blah. Well, cool. And it just like took it one step at a time playing with it and- that's great. Yeah, you just got cool. good. I guess I don't know. That's I mean, really it cool. depends. You haven't. If you see the drawings, you think they're good. Then like you could say that. But no, but that's cool that, because like you didn't really have any experience, <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden you taught yourself how to do it. Now no, it's yeah, out. yeah. And yeah. the program Fake looks it, cool. It. I'm like, I want to play with it. That's awesome. I'm gonna get it's all the fun. specs for it afterwards because no, it looks, you should. It looks super cool, and especially because when you're drawing, I mean, you have to go back and forth constantly, uh -huh. and it seems like it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I will say, if I had to do this the old school way, like Shell Silverstein, pen to paper, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I the the pad helps so much because the way you can literally just completely cleanly erase an entire section or yeah. like grab something and completely just move it to another area to mm. look better. That's so helpful. It, it's kind of cheating. Yeah. So Not I don't want too much credit on the illustrations. We wish. <laughs> yeah. That's super, super cool. Um, do you have any new answers for the two questions that I ask every guest on the podcast? Did I answer the the poop one last year? I think I, I did. I think you did. The worst pants shitting story in three words or three small phrases. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did, but it's still the same too. answer. It's still the same answer. Yeah. What was the answer? It was uh, tour, teenagers, and uh, what was the third word? Bus, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 remember I remember that, that one. Yeah. I think that's what Yikes. it was. Uh, well, the other question is who alive or dead at this current moment in time would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Is everybody saying Donald Trump? It's becoming a more and more popular answer. It's a answer. very popular answer, <laughs> but it's not the only answer that everyone's been saying. Yeah, I just, I have to go with that. Because, like, presidency aside, yeah. God, f just fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just, like, just the, ugh, God. Yeah, just the human himself. Just the, he's so mean. He uh, is, a, yeah, he's a bad garbage human, yeah. <laughs> regardless of his uh, employment like, status. Like, politics aside, yeah. that's what I'm saying, like, I don't want to fight you on politics, but as a person, he just blows. Yeah, I won't fight you on that. Uh, and then we have, do we have this curious? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, where I pick out something that you've posted on social media. <laughs> that, oh, um, yes. I Great. find curious and maybe you can give Works us out a once. story. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a tweet from Gabby uh, in May. What I need to do today, edit, clean, draw, write, emails, meal prep, workout, get groceries, what I'm doing, and then a series of photos of you. Uh, <laughs> in a bra. In a bra and some shorts and having a time. And a shower cap. And a shower. Oh, that's a shower cap. <laughs> okay. with, yeah. with heels on. I was dyeing oh, my hair <laughs> and I have heels on. <laughs> is this the music video that we're the preview? <laughs> you know what this actually was, which is I'm still, you know what? I'm going to get it. I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, okay. First of all, I was dyeing my hair. So I was wearing the shower cap. Okay. And um, I found out that Fox was doing um, Rent. And my oh. dream role is Mimi. Really? And I was wow. literally dancing and singing in front of my mirror going, they say that I have the best ass. Like dancing <laughs> and singing in that outfit to see if I could do it. I can. Cast me. Yeah, okay, it's done. there. We're just manifesting all of these things for you. <laughs> I want to be Mimi so that's bad. Your, really? That's your dream role? Yes. She's Are so they really cool. doing Rent? I've heard. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, they won first though. Uh, Aladdin, that's happening, right? The live action. Yeah, and it, what was the? And it's Fox. Uh, a Christmas it? story or something, or they're doing a Christmas one. Oh, really? Or no, maybe Rent was for Christmas because that's at yeah, the, that would make December, sense. Like winter time, yeah. So there's still time. <sighs> no, I'm first of all not talented enough, clearly, but also <laughs> these not pictures his, tell a different story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I see all I see is Rent <laughs> on this screen. <laughs> I agree. I mean, Mimi is a stripper. There you go. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. but she's also Hispanic. Well, I mean, creative license. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely pull off Hispanic. I think. What's your background? Um, we talked about I met Lebanese. Lebanese. Yeah. Oh, right. But like, I think it would just a be... a very small tweak in the uh, script. There you go. Right, 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 right. <laughs> One of the lyrics is like reminds me of being back, or it's too close to home when I hear the Spanish babies cry. Oh like, uh, yeah. I think I probably couldn't pull it off. Well, there's still. We'll see. Who knows? There's so, hope. Stranger things have happened. Hey, hey. back hey. to the theme. She did it. Full circle. Yeah, with that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to find out about Ouija with Gabby. Yeah. <gasps> I'm actually horrified to hear this story. <laughs> but we're, we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep and The Gabby Show. Attention, beautiful listeners and viewers of the Not Too Deep podcast. Guess what? Not Too Deep is going live one night only, Saturday, November 11th in New York City at the Gramercy Theater. You can come watch a live taping of Not Too Deep as part of the New York Comedy Festival. Buy tickets at nycomedyfestival.com. That's nycomedyfestival.com. Again, Saturday, November 11th, 9.30 p.m., Jack Ferry and myself, Grace Ann Helbig I, will be recording a live episode of Not Too Deep with a very special guest to be announced in the near to distant future at the Gramercy Theater in New York City. This is so exciting. Get tickets. They're going quick. I want to see your grubby, beautiful, perverted, lovely faces. Can't wait. NYComedyFestival.com, November 11th, 9.30 p.m. at the Gramercy Theater in New York City. We're back. We're yes, back. we're back. We're back. Huh. And now we get into the scary part of this episode. Uh, Gabby has been the master of telling ghost stories and like these really insane paranormal activity events in her life that she just <laughs> seems to be a magnet for. True. So what's been happening since last we talked? Anything Did out I of- tell you about the toilet paper rolls or was that? I don't think so. Did I tell you? I feel like I would have remembered. The toilet paper it was rolls. Just such a, it's such a dumb, random little thing. But right as I was going to that seance thing that we talked about last year that yeah. I was doing. Um, there, I walked into my bathroom and on the ledge of my tub, there were four toilet paper rolls lined up. What? And I was just like, I don't get it. Like, I just don't, <laughs> I just like, don't get it. You're like, now it's not even scary. It's just like confusing. Because like, I didn't do that. Yeah. I live alone. Yeah. There's a zero shot in fucking hell that I took four toilet paper rolls and was just like, one, two, three. I didn't do it. And that you like forgot about. You blacked out for like two minutes. Yeah. And like, I walked in and I literally went, oh, like, why? Like, it was, as if it was a corpse, but it yeah. was just toilet paper rolls. But it's like, why is what it What do you think the ghost is trying to tell you by lining up toilet paper You know, rolls? I actually wrote a poem about this. Really? It's called haunted. Is it it's in, in your book? book? It okay. is. And it's like basically saying like, you know, there's this ghost. It does the dumbest shit. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it flips my switches. It like steals my keys. Like it does this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then ultimately the punchline of it is like, 
But like, I get it. Like you can haunt me anytime you want. Cause I think we all know what it's like to be haunted by loneliness. Uh, and I think like what they're doing is they're just fucking bored, dude. Like they're yeah. stuck in this in between world mm-hmm. and they're just like, can't communicate with us. And they're probably like, what the fuck is this? Like they've never, they didn't have lights. They right. probably died a long time ago and they're just playing with our electronics. Like, you have toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just bored. They're trying to get your attention. They're lonely. That is a very sweet way to look at that. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm getting murdered. This is the sign. They're going to do it with toilet paper somehow. And I don't know how. I used to think like that. And then I went to therapy for a long time. And then now I don't think so much like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But that's something that is so bizarre. It's like just silly and weird and inexplainable. There's just no reason for it. Yeah. So this is on your way to this seance. Yeah. So then I did the seance. It was actually a huge bust. I wish I had a better story for it. But the guy was just so clearly not real oh, okay. and was just saying like the dumbest shit and I, I actually what should have like, watched it before I came what's the the guy that runs a seance like what's his title a medium well oh, he, he was a medium he called okay. himself the the extra large medium because he was like really big okay. <laughs> and he was like he was the extra large medium which is like funny yeah like, you know props but I wish I could remember some of the stuff that he was doing that was just bullshit. I actually deleted it from my main channel. It's on my second channel, though. But he was just, like, reaching so hard. There were so many of us in the room, and he was just like, does anybody relate to the number 11? Oh, hey, 11. Hey. And then he did some type of math equation to us out loud, and he was just clearly trying to, like, confuse us. Ugh. So then we kicked him out and got another medium in. Oh, really? Before the shoot day was over, and then she was worse. Oh, no. Like, I remember when we talked to her, uh, they were like, yeah, like, sometimes she channels celebrities, and, like, Michael Jackson might come through, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Very like, specific She was naming celebrity. celebrities of company, like, Elvis, Michael Jackson, someone else. And then during our seance, she was just like, Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> like pulled the exact celebrities that wow. she said might show up. So it was a huge bust. And oh, that's a bummer. So disappointing. But I was a little relieved, to yeah. be honest, because that stuff really spooked me. Oh, my God. I have such a good story. What? I was going to tell this on my channel, but I'll tell it here. Um, I totally forgot about it. Okay, so this actually shook me so hard to my core that I woke up sobbing and I was in hysterics <gasps> for two days. And I have dreams that are really like, my dreams shake me. I think I told you about the elephant dream before. Did I tell you well, about the elephant? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, I don't know if it's like worth getting into that story. We're on a time limit. But <laughs> basically I had this like dream about a dying elephant that like felt very weirdly like I felt Personal. The, the death and like it related very much to something that was happening in real life with one of my family members. Oh, you did like, tell us this. Yeah. Yeah. So that like shook me for days and I was like, that was some real shit. Intense. That was on another level. So this one, I, my great grandmother passed recently uh-huh. and I didn't get to go home for the funeral. I was like pretty sad about it. And she was one of the family members I was like very close with and she helped me raise me. But like, it was one of those things, you know, she was my great grandmother. She was sure. very old. She had a very full life and whatever. Um, so my sister called me and she was telling me like, oh, I saw grandma in my dream last night. And when we say those things, we say them in very much like it's a real thing. We're all very psychic-y. Yeah. Um, she's, like, oh, she's like, yeah, it was it was nice. I was like, I wish grandma would like visit me in my dreams. So at the time I like started dating this guy that I wasn't really sure about. Uh-huh. And there were very specific things about him that I wasn't on board with. Like he was like unemployed and which is fine, but like he wasn't driven at all. Like he wasn't right. looking for a job and like he was just like running out his savings and I don't need a guy to, like, buy me food. But, like, it'd be nice if you offered every once in a while. If yeah. you ask me out on a date. Like, the, the, he never once offered to buy my meal. And I had That's bought shitty. him meals. It was just, like, a very weird situation. Imbalance. Yeah. And, like, the, all the time we were together, I was just always like, oh, I need a driven guy. Like, yeah. it's so important to me. So I have this dream about a wedding. And the guy that I'm getting married to isn't this guy. But there's, like, a specific feature that I won't say on here that I'm yeah. like, That's him. Weird. Uh-huh. So then all of the guests start getting washed under this water and like this dirty waterfall during the wedding yeah and then everybody's like already pissed off and I'm just like I'm not supposed to marry this guy I don't know what I'm supposed to do and somebody walked up to me I forget who I think it was my sister in Mm -hmm. the dream and she said are you really going to marry this guy just because you don't want to piss off guests and tell them that they came here for nothing and I was just like I don't know I feel like I should Uh so then I walked into this room and all of a sudden in the dream I could feel that it wasn't a dream anymore and everybody else, like, you can look around and be like, this is a dream, this is a dream. And I saw somebody in the corner and I was like, this isn't a dream. And, like, I, like, walked up to it and I uh-huh. completely left dream world. And I was almost in astral projection world at this point. Whoa. So I was like, this is weird. And then this person in the corner is humming something that my grandma would always hum in the morning. And I was like, 
grandma. Uh-huh. And then she like turned around and she looked past me. Uh-huh. And she does this thing where she would go, huh? Like she would make fun of herself for having a hearing aid. So she went, huh? And, but she looked this way and like not at me and it freaked me out. Right. So then I was like, grandma, can you hear me? And then she looked at me and her eyes started turning like blood red orange. And then she started screaming at me. What? And I was like, I freaking out. And I pulled in the dream, I pulled out my phone and I was trying to like distract myself. Yeah. So then I wake up and I can feel that I'm awake, but it's still happening because I'm completely sleep paralysis right now and uh, I can't move. Uh, but because I was, I don't think I was dreaming in the first place. I'm laying there wide awake trying to move, but the, it's still playing in my head. Uh-huh. So I finally shake myself awake. My entire body is like numb and tingling. Yeah. I was like, that was the most fucked up experience. So I wake up, I'm sobbing. I call my sister immediately. Right. And I tell her about the dream and like the orange eye. She goes, Oh, well, I didn't tell her about the orange eyes, actually. I wish I wouldn't have, like, spoiled the story. But I was just like, I'm so upset. Like, I had this dream, and, like, it felt like it wasn't a dream. And I thought Grandma was coming to, like, talk to me. And, like, I think I don't think it was Grandma. I think blah, 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 blah. So, because she, she started looking really scary. She goes, wait, 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 wait. Did her eyes start bleeding? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, like, did they, like, turn red and orange and start, like, dripping? And I was like, yes. So oh my she, God. she was like, yeah, that, that's what happened when she came to see me, too. But I didn't— um, tell you because I didn't want to like upset you and like scare you. Yeah. So she didn't, she like left that part out. She's like, yeah, like that, it really upset me. I like, I woke up crying about it. Whoa. Um, so then we talked to my mom who my mom's friend talks to the dead. Like she's a straight medium, like okay. always hits us up and is like, this is happening. Like you need to blah, blah, blah. We're like, okay, you're sure. so creepy. How do you know this? <laughs> so we hit her up and, um, well, actually, no, no, no. My mom said that she reached out to her. So she didn't even reach out to her friend. Sorry, I wish I like had prepared the story better. No, like, this I'm is remembering the details as they come. This is your warm up for making yeah. the video about it. <laughs> so then she said, oh, that's so funny that you said that. Her, my grandma Norma, uh-huh. my grandma Klein, and I forget who else was there. Oh, Grandma V and Grandma Klein and Grandma Norma. So like uh-huh. those are my, my three gra- dead grandmas. Yeah. <laughs> and they, she's like, that's so funny. They all came and talked to me last night. <gasps> and my mom was like, well, what did they say? And they said, well, they were just laughing. And then... Um, this is your mom's friend that's My mom's this. friend is saying this to my mom before okay. I called. She's like, yeah, they were laughing. But your grandma Norma wants you to tell Gabby to be careful about the guy she's seeing because he's not, he doesn't have a good enough work ethic for her. And how much money does he even have left? Oh and my that's God. what she like specifically I just got chills said. All over my body. And I was so spooked by it. So then like I was trying to connect the dots of like, okay, why did all these things happen? And I was like, okay, so my sister had to have the dream with the eyes so that I would have the dream with the eyes so that I would talk to my sister who would talk to my mom who would talk to my, oh my mom's God. friend so that, that my grandma could get that message to me. And it was just like this crazy, that's like- so bonkers. It fucked me up. Like I was emotionally distraught. I mean, I don't know how- <laughs> you must do a lot of therapy because the amount of paranormal stories that you have for someone like me would just break me. I'd be in my room all day under my covers, like not wanting to deal with anything. Yeah. Well, they're, they're cool sometimes. And then also after that happened, my, uh, cause I was telling my mom that like, it really scared me. Yeah. And then she went back, the medium woman mm-hmm. went back and talked to her. And then she messaged me separately. She was just like, I talked to your grandma again, this time, grandma Klein and grandma, um, Veen weren't there, but that she wanted to say, like, she was literally laughing and she said, oh, I didn't mean to scare her. And they, were, <laughs> they were like laughing at the fact that I was like so upset. Oh my God. And she's like, why would she get upset? Like <laughs> That is so funny and creepy all yeah, at the super, same time. Super creepy. <laughs> yeah. That's bonkers. But that must happen. I mean, like how many sisters do you have? Um, I have five sisters and a brother. Okay. And so, and you guys are all like very connected that we talked about that like before yeah. on other podcasts that you guys have a lot of the same dreams and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys must just, when you see your phone ringing, be like, oh God, what's it going to be this time from yeah, one of your well, siblings? <laughs> a lot of times it does end up being something creepy. It hasn't been so much lately, but my oldest sister used to clock me a lot. And like, I think I told you before, like when I got fired from my job, she like called me randomly. She's like, so how's work? Because, like, oh, she knew, yeah. like, stuff like that. That's so bonkers. Yeah, we feel vibes. That I mean, good for you. I haven't called my brothers in forever. I should check in with them. <laughs> There's no vibes. No vibes. Um, did you do a Ouija board? Um, I wouldn't touch it. You wouldn't touch it? No, I oh, don't. but they had it there? It was there the as, seance? like, a prop, and I was just like, we're not touching it. We're not doing it. No. Shane wanted to do it with me, too, and I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm that seems a little—that's where you draw the line. Yeah, Ouija boards why, and any why type there? of like— Why there? Why Ouija boards? Because it's just—I don't want to contact the dead. It's not mm. something I think you're supposed to do. And I, I think that anybody can disguise themselves as 
anything else. You know what I mean? You're afraid of getting catfished by the undead? But yeah, Potentially. yeah. it's really also, scary. Ouija boards aren't, um, there's like no necessarily positive intention. You know, like if a Ouija yeah. board was meant to only send like positive messages or like uplifting or helpful messages, then yeah. that'd be something interesting. But because there's no guarantees that it's going to be helpful or terrifying and like yeah. threatening, sure. then no, I don't want to fuck with that. It's just a dangerous game. Yeah. I really do believe that. Even if it's just because people always say like, it's just a toy. Like they sell it at Kmart. It is, but like everything in life, it's intent. Yeah. You can draw a Ouija board if you want. If you're- True openly contacting the dead yeah. and saying, come speak to me. I'm opening my heart and my mind to you, whatever. No, thanks. Mm, they'll get right. Did you see the movie? I did, I, did not, I did not see the movie. No, I, did, I didn't Did see you it. see the movie? I saw the second one. It's just, don't do it, bro. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cautionary tale. A cautionary yeah. it rem- tale. It reminds me, there's a, there's like a growing movement in the scientific community where they're debating whether or not to reach out to extraterrestrial life. Oh, you know, you whether know, it's dangerous or not. Well, because you know how there's like, like SETI is like always listening for stuff, trying to find out if there's if there's like intelligence out there. But um, there's like a growing movement of people who are like, we should be sending messages out, mm-hmm. saying, "Hi, we're here, come and find us." Yeah, and we mean we mean no harm. Just just so just so like whatever is out there can, just knows you know we're yeah. here or whatever. Yeah. And there's a growing number of people in the scientific community that are like, this is a terribly bad idea <laughs> because you could be basically signaling to a much higher intelligence like, "Hi, come eat us now." Yeah. Well, I think they I I think they know we're here. I think. That may be true, but I think that's what they're arguing is there's yeah. a possibility that that maybe they don't. And we're basically like handing out like, a map to our unlocked Yeah, like if you're yeah. playing apartment. hide and seek and then you're like, I'm hiding here though. Right. To someone that's trying to find you. Sure. Not necessarily the best story. It's scary just because I don't think we'd be able to communicate very well. So like no matter what, you know what I mean? Like yeah. every, we, we could both have good intentions, but I think like the fear from both our ends and like if Trump is president, he'll launch a nuke. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just, it's scary. Uh, it's all scary, but we're all going to die via artificial intelligence anyway. So Yeah, according yeah. to Elon Musk. Yeah, we're all yikes. Gonna, we're all going to be destroyed by AI. Oh yeah. Um, I heard that. <laughs> do you have your Halloween costume picked out for this year? Because you're always like very punny and thoughtful about your I Halloween know. costumes. And I have a list somewhere for, that I wrote last year and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait till next year. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I lost my phone on Halloween last year and I'm pretty sure I lost all the notes. Oh, no. And I haven't, I haven't really thought about it at all yet. What were you last year? Um, Dear God. Oh, yeah. That was one of them. And then did I, did I go somewhere last year? I feel like I didn't do anything. I feel like my only costume was for YouTube. Yeah, I've known. Oh, I was on tour. Oh, okay. Right? Maybe. Was I? Check the vlogs. <laughs> no, I left for tour like a day later. I don't know. I feel like I didn't. Oh, I... No, I didn't dress up. I just wore my Pikachu onesie and watched um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. Yeah. That sounds fun. That sounds festive. Yeah, it was cool. Um, well, speaking <laughs> of scary things, we wanted to play uh, The Scary Show with you. This game <laughs> in which we uh, want to talk about phobias. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Jack's got a list of phobias that he'll read off, and you and I have to try and guess what, what it's a fear are. of. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because there's so many out there. And I don't know my Latin roots. Me either. I have, I have no idea. They're always something completely off from what I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't think I would do very well. I, in fact, I'm going to have a hard time just pronouncing some of these. Great. All right, so uh, the first phobia uh-huh. is torophobia. Torophobia? Fear of social media tours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's spelled T-U-R-O if that helps, which it probably wouldn't, but… Torophobia. Torophobia. Sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah it does. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say fear of raw fish. It is actually a fear of cheese. Of cheese? I wouldn't have guessed that. A million years. I'm not even mad that I didn't try. <laughs> yeah. Who's afraid of cheese? I don't know. I mean, I'm a little bit uh, afraid of Vegans? cheese. Yeah, true. La- yeah, same. Same. A little bit. Right. This is like a, those episodes <laughs> of Mori Povich show and they have people with like insane phobias come on. You see the girl that's afraid of pickles? Yeah. And the girl that's afraid of cotton balls. Yeah. And they just then like bombard them with the thing that they're afraid of and then chase them it's through the… It's called flooding. Yeah. It's uh, There's yeah. like a giant co- a guy dressed in a giant cotton ball costume like chasing you around Yeah, he's just studio. walking like an abominable snowman and she's just crying in a corner like jumping over the audience to I, get out. I feel like that was fake though. The girl was afraid of pickles. I feel like that was fake. She, I mean, But it's such a knows? funny clip. It's so dumb. All right, next one. Ready. Um, omphalophobia. Omphalophobia? Omphalophobia. Fear of onomatopoeia. <laughs> so it's O-M-P-H. That's where I got the omph. Uh-huh. A-L-O-phobia. 
Omphalophobia. Omphalophobia. You said fear of onomatopoeia. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to say a fear of walruses. It is a fear of belly buttons. Whoa. Who? Wow. Okay. I don't know. How, did, how does that develop? I'm not sure, but I, I think um, there is like a fear. People have fear of like um, people who have amputations. Oh, yeah. Like missing limbs. Sure, sure. So I think it's just like, it's it's sort of a shocking thing to see. So I kind of understand it from that respect. But it like is, everyone has a belly button. Like everyone yeah. has a, but everyone How has would a belly button. you be bu- afraid of your own belly button? But I just mean like belly buttons are kind of like, you have this very smooth surface and then suddenly it's interrupted by this very bizarre looking, <laughs> right? <laughs> the first think? time I've heard you talk about belly buttons this way, Jack. Is this your, do you have this? Do you feel that way about all the moles on my back? <laughs> no, I don't feel lie. that way. I'm just saying I kind of understand where it you comes from. You gotta understand how it could develop. Yeah. <sighs> sure. Okay. I just found out that if you get a tummy tuck, they give you a fake belly button. What? Is that true? Yeah, because they, they have to because they take your skin and they cut it off. Ooh. So they like have to give you a little fake belly button. Oh, so they re-put one in there. Yeah, because otherwise you wouldn't have a belly button because they think about it. Like they stretch yeah, it out Yeah, you'd be like a it. Ken doll or something. Yeah. Whoa. Did, do they do that for boob jobs too? They have to like move your nipples around? Yeah. Is that, that must be so weird. For sure. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't know what that's like. I, I don't think either, all of them. I think a lot of them, they can just like cut sometimes it Sometimes they put, put it, it in through the armpit. Yeah, but like I think depending on like the size and wait, stuff. Wait, 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 wait. They put an implant in through, through your, your boobs arm- via your armpits? You can, yeah. yeah. Whoa. Or, your, or your nipple. It depends where you want the scar to be. Yeah. That's crazy to I me. I know, mind blown. Speaking of, your nose looks amazing. Thanks. I don't know how much you want to talk about it. But oh, no, I did a whole <laughs> video about it. I'm obviously not shy about no, it. No, I know you've been doing these really cool, like, transformational, like, series videos that Wendy, who does my hair and makeup, was saying earlier. She's like, they're so inspiring. They make me want to go out and, like, do <laughs> Change something. Change yourself. You're not good enough. Yeah. Inspired. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, you got five piercings in your ear in one day. I did. Which is crazy to that me. That was a bad idea. D- were you <laughs> just, like, headache for two weeks? I still can't sleep on my sides. I have to sleep, like, either on a plane pillow or like this uh-huh. it's very uncomfortable but they look cute well, how, long I love will that, them. how long will that last um a very long time oh really the pain yeah apparently oh. they like don't heal for like ever especially because i'm sleeping on both sides so it's, it's gonna take a long time how was the pain in the nose surgery N- none really very very little minimal what was the, like the healing time none there's no healing time. Oh, really? Yeah. They do it in five minutes and you walk out. It's the same as like a lip, lip injections. That's wow. bonkers. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Do you have to go and get it um, like updated from time to time? He says they last a year and a half. Okay. From what I hear, they last more so like six months and then you get them touched up and then they last a while. Okay. Like after you touch them up once. Gotcha. Um, but I think it's great. I The way I see it is what I was saying backstage is sort of like, first of all, if you want to get plastic surgery, I don't care. Sure. Do it. Do your thing. But as far as like this specifically... I like my nose. I like having a big nose, but it was crooked and I wanted it to be straight. Sure. And it's the same as like braces. Like, yeah, it's totally cosmetic. It's that braces cost a lot more money and take a lot longer and hurt a lot worse. Yeah. So like, just, I don't know if you can do something small, that'll make you feel a little more confident. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I'm of the same like mindset that if you want to change something, go for it. Surgery freaks me the fuck out, but I wouldn't do plastic myself. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I dye my hair, you know, it's no different. It's the same exact thing. I made a slight change that when you look at me is different than it was before. hundred percent. That's cool. So 10 on 10 would recommend. I would. If you, especially if you have like some little insecurity, just see if there's an alternative because I've always been insecure about the hook on my nose and the the crookedness of my nose. And I didn't want to get a nose job. I knew that for a hundred percent fact. And I was just kind of stuck with like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to bring my hand up to my face every time I laugh. Mm -hmm. Um, look into an alternative. If you like, don't like the way your chin is, see if there's something that you can do that's non-surgical first. How did you find out? Or how did you find this process? Also a BuzzFeed video. Like a lot of the things I do, like I see (laughs) a video and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And they did the five minute nose job. And then I loved the results and I looked into it and I was like, why not? And if you don't like it, it's dissolvable. And that was my big thing too. Yeah. That's So it's not permanent. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Sorry. We got off track from our phobia game. (laughs) No, that's okay. And in fact, I think this is a phobia that you might be able to relate to. The next one is nomophobia. Fear of noses. Nomophobia. Actually, that's a good guess, but no. Nomophobia of fear of um, knives. Shots. It is actually a fear of being without cell phone coverage. Oh, short for no, oh, I thought it was going to be no mobile, combo. no mobile phone phobia is oh, what it's short for. like FOMO, but for your phone. It was coined in 2008 as part of a study on how smartphones impact anxiety. 
Yeah, I don't know if that's like a phobia though. But no, I guess that is a really big fear of mine is like leaving without my phone and then being lost without directions or having an emergency. Yeah, Well, it's like when there's all those freak out videos of the kids that freak out when their parents turn off like their game system and like they don't know what to do because that's their like life force. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's people like that with their phones. I'm like that with my phone. Uh, okay, I got two more quick ones. I okay. hate it, but Yeah. Sorry oh. for yawning. Oh, my God. No, we're just so casual. <laughs> All right. Uh, pogo no-phobia. Pogo no-phobia? If that's not if you're a pogo sticks, I'm leaving. It's not. It's not. Pogo no-phobia. Or maybe it's… Fear of the Poganos? I mean, it's P-O-G-O-N-O. Pogano. Pogano. Pogano-phobia. A fear of the Nagano Olympics. I don't know how anyone would guess this. It's fear of beards. A fear of beards? Yeah. Poganophobia? There's no way yeah. the Latin word for beard is pogon. I, I, I don't know. Well, fact check us, guys. We've been I'm wrong leaving. on this show before. All right. So. And the last one is uh, a jurophobia. A g- How do you fear spell Fear of jury duty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. A-G-Y-R-O. A-G-Y-R-O. Like gyro. A gyro. Maybe it's a gyrophobia. Fear of gargoyles. <laughs> fear of mixed meats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> street, fear of street meat. It's a uh, fear of intersections or crossing roads. Of huh. intersections? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, but honestly, same. <laughs> <laughs> you have fear of intersections or crossing roads? I just like don't like the roads at all, driving or walking. Not a fan. Maybe you have a gyrophobia. Maybe. Maybe. Are you a good driver? I'm the worst. I just oh, drove I off a cliff. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I'm so good. No. <laughs> I drove off a cliff. What? I've totaled Wait a minute. Cars. You drove off a cliff? Okay. You guys are fake fans. <laughs> uh, trust me. I've been living in a bubble. I have not caught up on anything on the internet. What yeah. happened? No, that was in like 20, 2010. I drove off a cliff. Yeah. Where? In Los Angeles? No, in Frederick County, Maryland, actually. How did, how? Um, well, I was driving and there was a cliff and I just went right off it. Cool story. uh, There you go. If you want a little tidbit of what story time with Gabby is like. (laughs) No, uh, basically I was driving uh, across the country. Well, I was driving from Pittsburgh to Maryland. I picked up my friend in West Virginia and we were going to stay with my friend in DC. Uh And my parents kept telling me like, you're going to get an accident. You're going to be too far away for me to help you. Um, Your car can't make the trip. You need maintenance. It's whatever. Did it. Um, I was, it was like an eight hour drive. I made it 15 minutes away from where I was going to go. And I got freaked out because somebody sped up on my left. It got really close to me. I thought they were going to hit me. So I swerved right a little, hit gravel, swerved back. I'm about to hit a fucking family of 20. Turned back, hit the gravel again, spun out 10 times, went over the guardrail. But it was actually like, I swear to God, like, I don't know what it is yet. I have some purpose on this earth because I should have been dead so many times. This is one of them. <laughs> but I was like plummeting, but it was kind of, I was like nose diving. Oh my God. But like God. the hill was like this so that like my tires were like almost grazing the bottom. And then we dropped, I think it was 900 feet. Holy and shit. And then when we hit 900 feet, we hit ground, but I was still right side up because the the way we fell. Right. And then I was sliding for about another 900 feet. Whoa. But the way I was sliding, I was like going like this and we were in the woods. Yeah. Like it was a hooded like, or wooded hill. Uh-huh. And I went like this and then we landed in a ravine <gasps> and then my radiator exploded. And then my friend, uh, who she was like, her friend died in a car accident where it like caught on fire. So she like freaked out. Yeah. And uh, our doors wouldn't open for whatever reason. So she kicked open the window and then she came over to my side to get me out. Oh my God. And then I was just like rolling under rolling the window down like okay over dramatic <laughs> so I got out of the car and then we uh climbed to the top and uh of I was ra- so of the ravine that you just fell into you know, the ravine was just like a small like creek thing I don't okay. know if that like okay. it was like at the bottom of the hill was just like water Still 900 feet yeah so then but so you I climbed really, 900 feet up 1800 because we dropped 900 Jeez. and then we rolled 900. Jesus. But this bitch, she was from West Virginia. She like, <laughs> like right up the hill. And I was like chugging. I was like, wait for me. And then I got to the top and I looked down. I was like, oh my God, I left my lights on. And like I started climbing back down the hill. It was so nuts. What? So then we're sitting at the top of the hill, like waiting because somebody saw us fly over and like called yeah. the ambulance. So they came and like asked us if we were okay. And like honestly, we were both fine. The That's- only injury was her uh, scars on the back of her leg. It was nuts. And then they, wow. they, or she started busting out crying. And I was like, 
why are you upset? Because I thought she was just like scared. Yeah. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, why are you saying sorry to me? She's like, I promise I'll like replace your window. <laughs> and as we like look behind us, my car is literally being lifted out of a ravine by a crane. Like totally, like, it's totaled. Yeah. Like it's fucked up. I'll replace just the window. Yeah. Oh. But the cops, like they, they told some stuff to my dad. They didn't say it to me, but they said that my engine was so hot. And like, cause, and like my oil was low. And they said, if she would have driven another five minutes, this car would have exploded. Oh my like, God. She, whatever. And also the place where we were driving, they, they told my dad that like we, cause it was very heavily Jeez. wooded. We yeah. missed like every single tree by like a hair. Oh my. And I was just going like this. Like I was yeah. not steering. So I swear to God, like I'm supposed to be alive. That's, but I don't know why. It's TRL. You're supposed to host TRL. That's, That's it. why. Gotta My calling it. in life. They kept you up. <laughs> I have never turned on the countdown. Is Bieber featuring? Uh, wow, Ricky Dillon. <laughs> That's, That's oh a new God. collab. It might be. Um, that's insane. Uh, well, I think that's a great way to end this episode of Not Too Deep. Yeah, really. I need to go. Glad we got there. Yeah, I need to go have some, uh, dump my adrenaline off somewhere. Next Halloween, was, I'll tell you about how I almost bled to death. That was fun. We'll get there next year. Wow. Oh, guys, guys. Uh, so stay tuned to next year. Um, but I want to give you, I, I, every guest gets a gift for being on the episode. And it's I'm tailored specifically for you. So we got you. I don't like the box it's in. No, it's okay. <laughs> We got you. No, you'll love it. Go ahead. You can open up. Nothing. It's not a David it's not Dobrik scary. video. Oh. It's a bunch of stuff that oh. wards off evil spirits. It's like holy water, garlic, garlic sage. sage. Oh, the crystals are actually hella cute. Yeah, and the sage is actually really helpful. Yummy. I, I have sage in my smells house. Smells really nice. That yeah. smells really good. Thank you. You can hardly Welcome. smell the garlic. No, I'm like, no, yeah. Is that a dream catcher in there? I think so. Oh my God. Yeah. This is a really sweet gift. You're thank welcome. You. Uh, thank you for making time for us. And no, for of course. everyone that doesn't know already, where can they find you on your internet? Where can they get your book? Where can they get the single? All of it. Cool. Um, the Gabby Show on everything. Okay. Uh, Gabby Hannah, if you search Adult Adolescence, it'll be in Barnes & Noble. It'll be in Target. It'll be on Amazon. It'll be pretty much anywhere. And my song will be on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can find music. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thanks for letting me talk about myself for an hour straight. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. Not too deep. Grace Helbig. Once again, this episode of Not Too Deep was brought to you by my new best buds over at Bobble Bar. They make awesome, cool, trendy, fun, high-quality fashion jewelry and accessories. They make it easy for you to experiment with trends and styles and, and different looks that you're coveting right now. They translate the trends into a wide range of accessories. They think fashion should be fun. And I can attest, I own a bunch of pieces from this company, and they're great. They're really great quality. They're relatively inexpensive. And they're just statement pieces. And they believe in 110% customer happiness, so they make it easy for you to speak to a real person if you need to. Plus, they offer free U.S. shipping and returns, so you can try them out guilt-free. Go to bubblebar.com, get 20% off your order by using the promo code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E. That's bubblebar.com, B-A-U-B-L-E-B-A-R.com, 20% off by using the promo code GRACE. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Full Screen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music.